welcome to this brand new series on the Aviator South Africa, Aviation History. My name is Kabira and I'm the host on the show with Warwick. Today on the show we'll be joined by Tom. Today on the show we'll also be talking about one of the larger airlines in the UK, based at London's Gatwick Airport. Yes, you guessed it, Virgin Atlantic. Side note, if the audio quality is slightly different, we are socially distanced recording this at a safe distance. So if the recording is slightly um, varied in audio quality, that's the reason. We hope that you are going to enjoy this new venture with us. Remember to give us some feedback in the comment section and please give us a like and make sure to subscribe. Also turn on notifications so you don't miss our upcoming videos. Enjoy the episode. This episode is in association with African Pilot Magazine. Subscribe to Africa's finest aviation magazine today. For more information, go to www.africanpilot.co.za. Producing this content takes a lot of time and effort. Therefore, why don't you become a member of our channel through Buy Me A Coffee or on our website. This will assist us financially and allow us to continue providing quality aviation content to South Africa and beyond. As a member of our channel, you will receive members-only aviation tech content reviews, get early YouTube videos and podcasts, and even get featured on our podcast and YouTube episodes. To do this, click on the links in the description. There's a buy me a coffee link and there's a a link in our website. If you click on the link to our website, you will get a 10-day free trial and then you can decide whether you'd like to continue. Alternatively, just buy us a coffee on the link below. $5 a coffee. Thank you for supporting us. Enjoy the episode. Virgin Atlantic operated its first flight on the 22nd of June 1984. This flight was between London Gatwick to New York New York Airport. The flight was in a leased Boeing 747-200 named Maiden Voyager. The airline, along with Virgin Holidays, is controlled by a holding company, Virgin Atlantic Limited, which is 51% owned by the Virgin Holdings and 49% by Delta Airlines. Virgin Atlantic uses a mixed fleet of Airbus and Boeing wide-body airliners and operates destinations in North America, the Caribbean, Africa, the Middle East and Asia, from its main base at London Heathrow. Before Virgin Atlantic started operations, British Airways was the only airline operating to the United from the United Kingdom, serving the long-haul routes to destinations in North America, the Caribbean and the Far East since the BA-BACL merger in the late 1980s. In 1986, the airline added another Boeing 747 to its fleet and started a scheduled route from Gatwick to Miami. In 1993, Virgin Atlantic declared a loss of £9.3 million, which was a shock to many people. British Airways became the trigger for BA's so-called Dirty Tricks campaign against Virgin Atlantic. BA settled out of court when its lawyers discovered the lengths to which the airline had gone in trying to kill off Virgin Atlantic. British Airways had, had to pay a legal bill of up to £3 million, damages to Richard Branson of £500,000 and a further £110,000 to his airline. Branson reportedly donated the proceeds from the case to Virgin Atlantic staff members. 
1992, Richard Branson sold Virgin Music to Thorn EMI and invested the proceeds into Virgin Atlantic, which launched its first super economy service, later to become an award-winning premium economy class. In June 2002, Virgin Atlantic was the first airline to operate the Airbus A3460. During the 2003, the airline carried 3.8 million passengers, while 2006 saw this figure rising to 4.6 million. In 2010, Virgin Atlantic unveiled its new brand identity and livery and its first global advertising campaign. In 2013, Virgin Atlantic launched the sub-brand Little Red, its new UK domestic service of offering full-service multiple daily flights between London to Aberdeen, in Edinburgh, Edinburgh and Manchester. The airline operated in a full economy class configuration. In March 2018, Virgin Atlantic launched new economy services with three fare options. Economy Light, Economy Classic and Economy Delight. Economy Delight, the best economy product of any UK airline. In 2020, Virgin Atlantic took delivery of its first Airbus A350-1000 aircraft, the 12 Airbus A350-1000 aircraft that will join the fleet by 2021 will offer passengers a whole new travel experience in all three cabins. The one miracle with Virgin Atlantic is that in all 36 years that the airline has been operating, it has not had a deadly crash in any of its aircraft. Sadly, Virgin Atlantic started retiring its complete fleet of 747s a few months ago. This was a big move for Virgin because it was quite a monumental aircraft for the airline. You're listening to the Aviators South Africa in association with African Pilot Marketing. So we are back here in the studio with Tom and Warwick on the line and we are discussing Virgin Atlantic. So Virgin Atlantic, it's remarkable, hasn't had an incident or accident for all 36 years of operation and no deadly incidents. And so that's insane, actually. But then again, it is actually um, a rather young airline in comparison to many. Even when we look at South Africa's Comair or Bush Airways, etc., it's a lot um, younger. Um, but some breaking news as we are recording this, Virgin Atlantic has filed for Chapter 15 bankruptcy protection in the U.S., and this is really interesting. Um, so this is quite something because, you know, airlines are struggling. And initially, when we wrote this script um, and several others a while ago, um, we were running through the history, etc. But, you know, airlines weren't, they were struggling, but they weren't. And every time we're recording this just a few weeks later, there's always something, business rescue, liquidation, um, bankruptcy protection, cutting down the fleet, etc. So we've had to uh, rejig these episodes quite a bit. Um, Thomas? So I think I, I think it's it's actually very scary because it's almost out of the blue. It, it wasn't really expected. And, you know, it could happen to any airline, to be honest. I mean, if, if it happens to Virgin, then, you know, it's, it's so possible that it could happen to any other airline. Yeah, it's actually, it's, it's quite scary. Warwick? I also just want to mention a bit about the, you know, the 747. And with Virgin Atlantic, we had the same as um, we did with Qantas, KLM, British Airways, and they've all instantly retired their 747 without any warning or without any, you know, um, 
letting us know that we're, they're going to retire immediately. The letter came out and they were retired, essentially. Um, Qantas did a bit of a farewell, but Virgin Atlantic, uh, British Airways didn't really. Kabir? Yes, Warwick, I'm with you. And it's interesting. So they retired the 747. And we look back on this at the time of recording. BA have also retired Qantas and several others, KLM putting it into cargo use only. And it's insane to see um, such a quick demise of the aircraft and how fast, air, like this is so severe. And I saw, I've forgotten which CEO, yes, Alex Cruz was the CEO of British Airways, he is, um, IAG rather. And he said uh, in a statement to the media that this crisis is worse than 9-11. And that was severe. And I think he's right because these, like all of these, um, it's just happening so fast in one go. Um, and it's really hard to see the future of aviation. Tom? Um, I think, I think I 100% agree with you. Like, but I mean, that statement is so, it's so, um, like hard hitting. It's so, you know, it really it gets to a lot of people. I mean, 9 11 was this terrible, tragic incident. And, you compare it to this, and in some ways it could be even worse, not because uh, people are dying and it's quick, but the long-term effects of what this will do to the aviation industry and to people in general is very scary. I mean, it may not seem bad in the, as bad as you think it is in the moment, but the long-term effects are very, very severe, and some people, you know, you don't really realize that until you look into it. Warwick? Yes, I agree, Tom, because as you said, the long-term effects, we have no clue what's going to happen. And, I mean, we don't even know when the – we have no clue what's going to happen when the virus ends. We have no clue when the virus is going to end or if a new strain is going to come through or something which is going to go around the world again, um, causing a whole lot of more uh, tragic incidents. Kabir? Um, yes, I think that's true. I think it would have a long-term effect. And um, you like we said in the beginning, these Virgin Atlantic financial issues have popped out of the blue and have just really gone from, you know, we thought airlines were going strength to strength. And in 2020, I also read recently, it's been a year since the delivery of British Airways A350. And BA and Virgin Atlantic got it at a very similar time. The two rivals, um, I think that's quite funny. But so that's a whole year. And when these aircraft came, it was such a big step. We thought the future of aviation is promising. And when we look at the aviation situation now, it's unclear what the future holds. And it's unclear why any of this is happening and why Virgin have kept their financial situation under wraps. They haven't told the media. They haven't told people flying. They haven't told the staff. I mean, there was possible staff redundancies recently, but like it is with all the airlines at the moment, but why on earth haven't they ended up, you know, they've kept us all covered under a mask, if it were. Tom? So it's funny because it, it, it's almost like a they, they, they're trying to cover it up as if, they're embarrassed almost by their financial issues. And that's actually very scary because how many other airlines would be doing this? It's it's kind of, you know, like how many other airlines are under this much uh, or pressure or, you know, how, how you, you don't, you simply don't know. The only people that would know is the people who 
would be covering it up possibly and you know like people would do this people have done this so it's not so far-fetched for other people to do this and that's rather scary at least to me warwick i agree i find it also a bit worrying how they've been covering it up because i mean sure if we weren't if we didn't have COVID 19 a lot of airlines businesses companies would all try to cover up or at least the majority would try to cover up and not let the media know that they're struggling or they've gone into business rescue and things like that but now because of COVID-19 every all businesses are struggling there's not one business in the world right now which hasn't got a lot of pressure which hasn't got you know tons of um, pressure and tons of problems which could arise should they make the wrong choice or whatever so I think all everybody's fine they they understand the problem or they understand what's happening why some businesses are going under so it's just a bit confusing you know why virgin atlantic have not let anybody know um so that is very interesting take warwick but one thing that i would like to mention is it's um not really criticism of the airline but it's a different take in south africa so British Airways by far have the monopoly on international flights here in Johannesburg, Cape Town, Durban. Now, Virgin Atlantic also flies um, to the same places. And so it's really interesting because, you know, we've seen BAA's capacity just doubling over the years. You know, that's why it's in peak time they would have 747 in Cape Town and um, 787 in Durban, 747 in Joburg, 838 in Joburg. But when we look at Virgin Atlantic, we see a lot more 787s rather. The 747 wasn't a big thing in South Africa with Virgin. It may have been in the past, but as we speak 2019, 2020, it's not really. And it's just more a couple of Dreamliners. And so you can see that from the South African market, they were getting people, but they weren't at the same time, whereas BA had that monopoly. But um, I'm going to go to Tom and then to you. All right. So um, what I w- moving back to your comment, Warwick, on on the the situation is it's a reason this is also such a crisis. In fact, like the long term effects of this, but also there's nothing, absolutely nothing, anyone can do that can solve this. It's completely no. All the businesses that are going bankrupt, all the businesses that are failing, all the uh, even the airlines that are failing, there's nothing anyone can do. And it's not because of corruption or a lack of, you know, management. It's just the fact that there's this crisis going on and it's just devastating. Warwick? Yes, Tom. And back to Kabir, your point. And we know, you know how you said they fly 787s into Joburg, say, do you think this may change in the future? Because, I mean, admittedly, the 787-9 um, Dreamliner is a very economical plane. In fact, the whole 787 range, the A330neos, in fact, most of the twin-engine um, wide-body airliners are economical now. So I think this, this could change. It could, you know, it could change to 1787. It could change. I mean, if I was them and I still had the uh, 747, then they possibly could have changed it to that because the capacity of 1747 is similar to that of, you know, two 787s. It was a bit less. So that could be an option, but they don't have their 747s anymore. Could be up. 
I think it's definitely possible. And I think the demand for air travel in this country, uh, and definitely international air travel in this country, will never be the same. I'm speaking, you know, Virgin Atlantic may have to shrink their fleet, as will British Airways, because as we, um, as you would have heard probably in British Airways, um, in our history episode, um, hopefully that will be up when you see this episode at some stage, but stay tuned for that one. We spoke, BA also have severe financial issues at the moment. So it really varies, but Virgin Atlantic is another success story. Um, and they are doing really well in the industry. So we look forward to seeing what the future holds for them. Thank you very much for tuning into this aviation history episode featuring Virgin Atlantic. Um, we hope you enjoyed it. If you did, give us a thumbs up. Remember to like and subscribe and enable notifications so that you'll get notified when we release a new video. We apologize for the sometimes bad audio quality in this episode. Thomas and I were recording together, socially distanced, of course, and we are working on our equipment setup for that. But um, our episodes will be more consistent in the future. This was just once off, so we could try um, something different due to lockdown regulations changing. We hope that you learned something new. Tom does the music for us, so thank you very much. The um, intro music is a remix of The Aviators by Helen Jane Long. Thank you, Helen Jane, for the amazing music. It is such a beautiful song. Definitely go check it out. Um, so visit our website. The link's in the description below. And remember to like and subscribe. Stay safe and happy flying. Visit the www.sacoronavirus.co.za website for more information to coronavirus, etc. Happy flying and stay safe.